Hey, 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 welcome back. This is your country, this is your host, country lady EMJ. I know I haven't been on here in a long time. I just made a um, I just did a podcast, it only played halfway. I don't know what that was about, so I'm using my phone like I should have done in the beginning. But y'all, I miss y'all. I pray y'all miss me too. Um, just got a little away from got away from it a little bit, distraction, um, a lot of things happening. Um, and so you're working, working hard. So that's why I haven't been on here, but forgive me. Um, I got to get back in. I got to be consistent, persistent because I want this thing. I want to be able to talk to y'all, but anyhow, y'all know anchor anchors is my, my, um, flip the script podcast It's brought to you by anchor and anchor is, excuse me, y'all. I love Anchor. It's easy. It's free. Um, everybody can get their voice out there heard across the nation, across the world, across the globe, different countries. I got like 5% in J- in Germany, 2% or 3% in Japan, and 91% in um, the United States. So, you know, 2 2 3% in Japan, listen to little on me, and 5% in Germany. The 91% in the United States, come on. Y'all can get out there and, and podcast too. Give give your give your um give your situations or whatever you are compassionate about. Give it a voice and give them a voice. So I this is October the first day of the tenth month, October, and I'm I'm calling this Operation Resurrect Your Marriage, Operation Marriage Overflow. Operation Heal the Marriage Jesus because marriages are going through all across the world, all across the nation. I don't care what uh, nationality, race you are, what your religion may be. It is going on all over the world. The enemy is not playing. He only got one job, and this is well, it was one job wrapped up in the three positions to come to steal, kill, and destroy. But we ain't letting them kill, steal, and destroy nothing over this place. Oh, and I did not pray, Lord, as I decrease, you increase, and you get the glory out of this. Father God, I pray for no backlash, no retaliation to come nigh our dwelling. In the mighty name of Jesus, and I saturate this podcast with the precious blood of the land, with the precious blood of the land, that when the enemy try to come up against me, he got to keep on going by. He got to keep on walking by because I am saturated, truly saturated in through by and with the blood of Jesus. And I saturate my listeners in through by and with the blood of Jesus. And I pray that there be no retaliation or backlash to come not there dwelling. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare the creed is so and it's already done. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So anyway, let me get back to what I was saying. I'm talking about marriages. I'm talking about Operation Resurrecting Marriage. I'm talking about Operation uh, Marriage Overflow. I'm talking about Operation Heal Your Marriage. I'm telling you, I'm quite sure that as many of you out there that may be going through in their marriage, that know somebody that's going through that marriage, that want to get married, that, that want to get divorced, but I beseech you, don't do it. I beseech you, do not get no divorce because God hates divorce in the name of Jesus. I beseech you, do not do that. I beseech you to put God at the head of your marriage, as the head of your marriage. Because let me tell you something. I, I got two scriptures I'm going to go here in this um. In here with y'all real quick, real quick. I'm gonna save I'm gonna save first Corinthians for last. I'm going to Philippians. I believe it's um 
12 and 9. I'm going to Philippians. So hold on with me because y'all know I always bring the scripture to you. I'm going to, I think it's 4. Uh, let me see. 4, verse 9. Let me see. Hold on. I know it. Oh, you know what? No, it's Ecclesiastes. I'm sorry. Ecclesiastes, I'm in the wrong book. Hold on. Give me a minute. I'm get to it real quick, real quick. Let me find Ecclesiastes real quick for you. Here we go. I found it. Hold on. I'm talking so y'all know that I'm still here. It's Ecclesiastes 4, 9. I'm going to read. Hmm. I'm going to read 9 to 12. So listen up. Philippians. 4, 9 through 12. I'm talking about marriage this month. The whole month of October, I'm talking about marriage because I believe that the Lord has put the ministry of marriage on me. And I am going to talk about marriage this month, people. So I pray y'all listening up and you're listening clear. Your ears are open. Your hearts are open. So here we go. Philippians 9 and 12. Philippians 4, 9 through 12. Verse 9 reads, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Again, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth. For he hath... He have not another to help him up. Verse 11. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? Verse 12. If one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a a threefold cord is not quickly broken. That's the the focal verse right there. Let me read that again. If one prevail against him, talking about the enemy, if one prevail against him, Two and two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. You know why it's not quickly broken? Because that threefold cord includes God at the head, and then you and your spouse. That's why that threefold cord cannot be broken. It's not easily, it's not quickly broken because God is in that thing. God is in it. God's supposed to be in your marriage, God's supposed to be at the head of your marriage. Oh, my, 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 my. God is supposed to be at the head of your marriage, my God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God is supposed to be at the head. He's supposed to be in everything. Everything that concerns us, he's supposed to be in it. He's supposed to be the head of everything. What the scriptures say, it says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding, but acknowledge God in everything, in everything, all things, everything that you do, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So you acknowledge him in your marriage. You acknowledge him before you, before you go out there looking for your wife, you, you, you acknowledge him. You trust in him with all your heart. And he directed your path to the woman you were supposed to have as your wife. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
I'm telling you, you got to put, you got to have God in your marriage. You got to have God in your marriage. You think you're making it work all by yourself. Honey, child, let me tell you, I got a secret for you. No, you're not. God, even though you're not putting him in your marriage, even though you're not, you may not be praying to him, spending time with him, worshiping him. And let me tell you something. He's still in the mix. He can do what he want to do. Why? Because he's God. And let me take it to you. Let me, let, can I go here? As my sister Becky would say, can I go here? I'm going to go here. Everybody thinks that, oh, because he asked me to marry him. Oh, girl, I get to get the dress. Oh, the shoes. My girl's going to be looking fly. I'm going to look fly. I'm going to look good. And my and, and, the, and the men, oh, yeah, let me get my bulls together. We're going to be looking good. We're going to be slick. We're going to be dressed up. We're going to be turned up. we be lit, looking good in the suits and whatnot. And then, uh, Besides the besides the couple that's getting married, others come there to look for somebody, to look for them a boyfriend or girlfriend. And ask me how I know, cause my eyes was a wandering, but not too much, cause I was married ever since I was nineteen. Let me let me tell you, I got married at the tender age of nineteen. Hallelujah, glory to God, honey. And I and, and I'm on the third marriage. Let me tell you something, boy. Marriage is hard work. It ain't it ain't no picnic basket. People may make it look like a picnic basket. You, what you see on the outside, ain't always what's on the inside. Come on here, Jesus, come through like the woo. Let me tell you something. Everybody think the, the marriage date is the most important day. No, it's not. That's just the celebration, honey. That's just the beginning of your journey. That's just the beginning of your path on the road called marriage. Hallelujah. Let me ask you something. Do you care enough to put your husband's needs before your own? Do you care enough or do you love him enough to put your wife once ahead of your own? Do you care or love your spouse enough to put them before you, period? Do you do you love them enough to serve them? Oh, my God, have mercy, Jesus. Do you love them enough to serve them with everything you got, to serve them like the king that they are? Let me tell you something. You can't be pointing your finger at your husband or your wife and don't think you don't see them fingers pointing back at you you got to work out your own salvation as well as your wife or your husband or your spouse they got to work out their own soul salvation you got to work out your own soul salvation and let me tell you something this ain't coming out the way it came the first time I said, God, we're going to have to do this again. I got to do it again because it didn't come out right on this darn computer. So I have to use my phone. So let me tell you, it ain't coming exactly the way it came the first time. But let me tell you something. you got to get yourself cleaned up. And then not only do you have to worry about your soul and your salvation and your spouse's soul and salvation, what about the soul and salvation of the marriage? Do you ever think about putting the soul and salvation of the marriage before the Lord? You ever think about putting the marriage before the Lord before y'all even said I do? Let me tell you something. These are all the things I wish I, I knew when I got married the first time. And let me tell you another thing. For those of us that like to bring the luggage in the daggone marriage. Mm-mm-mm. When you want to bring that extra luggage, you want to bring that luggage back, that luggage that you got from previous relationships or marriages, you want to bring that into the new marriage. Oh, no, no, baby. That's a no, no. That's a no, 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 no. How I know? Because I did it. How I know? Because I was doing it. How I know? Because everything I'm telling y'all, I've been through it. I've been there, done that. This thing that I'm talking with got me and kept a lot of stuff going. Um, 
When God would say, be quiet, don't say nothing. And I'm like, but God, he going to get away with what he doing. And God, he going to do it. And I, and, and, and I sit there and I feel it rumbling. I feel the anger. I feel the frustration. I feel the injustice because I feel like I was being done wrong. I was being, uh, it was an injustice being committed against me. And the Lord told me to shut my mouth. And did I shut my mouth? No. And guess what I did? It made it 20 times worse than what it was. Oh, my God. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, Jesus. I forgot somebody asked me to call him, and I forgot just until I started talking about marriage when I remember that my friend asked me to call her. I got to call her. My God, my God. See, I be doing so much that I be forgetting to call people back. But let me tell you something. I'm not going to forget about this because this is near and dear to my heart right here. If you can't tell that I'm, I'm not compa- I'm not uh, passionate about this thing, that my compassion is through the root, I don't know what's what you're looking at because I am very much so compassionate and passionate about this situation this subject is woo it's tenderoni for me honey it's tenderoni for me i'm telling you listen to what i'm saying but I need y'all, I need y'all, I beseech you to put God in your marriage, put God in your relationship, put God in every relationship for that matter, put God in every area of your life. Let me tell you something, what you make happen for somebody else, God will surely make happen for you. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Let me tell y'all something. Mm-mm-mm. Look at the heart, the soul, and the salvation of your marriage. Look at it. Sit down and look at it. Sit down and look at yourself. Or stand up and look at yourself in the mirror. Because it starts with you. You putting everything on the other person. But what about you? What have you done? What haven't you done? What have you said and what haven't you said? What have you done? What haven't you done? How did you make the... uh, what did you do to make the marriage better? Oh, my second little local Sunday. Let me ask, let me tell y'all another thing. My God, my God. Because let me tell you something. I'm going to be transparent here. Let me tell you I'm going to be transparent here. Mm-mm-mm. For those of you, those wives that think, and men do it too. So if y'all doing it, it goes for you too. Let me tell you something. You are not. You are not. I repeat myself. You are not to be withholding. Sex from your from your spouse? No, it's a sin. You don't do it. It's wrong. You don't do that. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, when I found that out, and I could go get my little book and back it up with some scripture. I, boy, when I found that out, when I found out a lot of stuff that I was doing, and, and I wasn't even aware of that. I I thought that I was so. Oh, I'm the victim. Oh, I'm so. He doing the. Uh, but I had my part in it too, baby. When you get engaged, when when you're being, when you're asked for your hand in marriage, when you ask for a woman's hand in marriage, I need you to do your research before you even do that. I need you to go research because let me tell you something. The wife has roles and duties and so does the husband. And when we go into these marriages, we think we know everything because we saw our mamas, our daddies, our grandmamas and granddaddies and aunties and uncles or whoever. We saw how they did their marriage, how they was doing marriage. But that ain't how you do your marriage. You can't do your marriage how everybody else did their marriage. But let me 
tell you something. You need to truly research, truly research your role as a husband and your role as a wife. And you need to live up to that role and those responsibilities. My God, y'all, let me tell you, uh, this is good. I really want to go in my group and do it again. And it may come out differently because it may come out differently for the women that's going to come in that group. I don't know if men is going to come in that group, but it's probably going to come out differently because it's a whole group of different people. But let me tell you something. I know that there's a lot of y'all out there that's married and I beseech you, don't you dare. Don't you dare throw away your marriage. Don't you dare think that. You going to go somewhere else and get with somebody else. And, oh, it's going to be hunky-dory, good, good, great. No, it'll be like that in the beginning till y'all really get to know each other. And if you don't research what your role is as a husband or a wife, then you still going to have the same problem. Because let me tell you something. You can go to Ten Buck too. It's not, it's not the where you go. It's you. If you don't change the place you go, Ain't got nothing to do with it. You gonna still do the same stuff you was doing when you was wherever you was at before you went to the new place. Okay? It's like the scriptures say. You cannot put new wine and old wine skins. You just you just can't do it. It ain't gonna work. It's nasty. Probably stink. Right now. Listen, come on, y'all. I pray y'all is getting something out of this thing here because I'm telling you, this ain't coming the way it came the first time. It's coming a whole different way. But no matter what, it's still the same. We need to resurrect. We need to help God resurrect our marriage. We gotta do our part. He can sure he can do he can do whatever he wants. Sorry, y'all. He can do whatever he wants because there's nothing too hard for him. There's nothing too hard for him. He can do all things but fail. But you, on the other hand, you got to do your part. You got to call yourself on your stuff. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself how you would talk to them children and, and discipline them children, reprimand them children. Sometimes you got to look in that mirror. You got to reprimand and you got to discipline yourself. You got to have some stuff fall off and you be pruned off of you. You got to go through the fire, come out as pure gold. My God. Both of you, because ain't nobody an innocent victim in the marriage. And let me tell you, don't bring that luggage, don't bring that old luggage from that old relationship or marriage into the new. No, again, you can't put new wine into old wineskins. You can't put new wine to an old stale funky bottle. Because that wine going to be stinky and nasty and you ain't going to want to drink it. Come on, y'all. I'm just using that to show y'all. I, I need y'all to fight, y'all. We got to fight, man. We got to fight. Stand. Marriage menders. Let God mend your marriage. First of all, let him mend you first. Let him mend your broken heart. Let him mend whatever happened to you in your life and in your past. Let him mend it. Let him make you whole. It's like the, the, the woman with the issue of blood. She will bleed for 12 long years. That's a long time to be bleeding. That's a long time to be bleeding. But when she knew that Jesus was in the area, in the vicinity, oh my gosh, she said, if I could just touch but the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Why? Because her faith, her faith was to the roof. It was to the, it was, it was past the heavens. Her faith was, oh, she had gigantic faith. She knew that all she had to do was touch his hem of his garment and she would stop bleeding. She would be made whole. And that is exactly what happened. But I need y'all to fight 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 y'all not fighting y'all thinking the other person gonna do you well do you better oh well my book let me tell you something 
that person can you you could think that person gonna do you good and do you well and be the love of your life. No, because <clears throat> cause truth be told, Christ kept the other person was sent by the enemy as a distraction, as a, di- a destiny killer. That other person was sent to kill you off to take you out the enemy has three jobs wrapped into one his job is to steal kill and destroy you in the name of Jesus so you don't get where God has for you to get to or what God has for you to do who he has you to, he wants you to be you won't get to that place because you be so distracted so far gone but I need y'all to fight 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 like you never fought before fight 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 you gotta love each other you got to love each other you can't say you love you know God you serve God you love God and you don't love your husband or your children or your family or friends or co-worker you can't say that we can't profess that we love him and here it is we don't and we ain't trying to be bothered with so and so or sister so and so so i just i just stopped by oh let me read let me read let me read um first corinthians to your chapter 13 i said i was gonna read that hold on let me get it here it is chapter 13 first corinthians chapter 13 it's called the way of love though i speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity i am become i know what that is i am become uh as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal and though i have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though i have all faith so that i could remove mountains and have not charity I am nothing. He said, you don't have charity. You don't have nothing. And I'm, I'm believing that charity is love. Um, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profits me nothing. Charity suffers, charity suffers alone and is kind. Charity envious, not charity vaunted, not itself is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly seeketh not her own is not easily provoked thinketh not evil thinketh no evil um rejoiceth not in iniquity but rejoiceth in the truth bear all things believeth all things hopeth all things endureth all things charity never faileth but whether there be prophecies they still they shall fail whether there be tongues they shall cease whether there be knowledge it shall vanish away for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when that which is perfect is come then that which is in part shall be done away when i was a child i spake as a child i understood as a child i thought as a child but when i became a man i put away childish things for we now see for now we see through a glass darkly but then face to face now i know in part but them shall I know, even as also I am known. And now about a faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. And I'm thinking charity is love. And he's talking about love. You see, see how in verse, um, where is it? And verse 7, 1 Corinthians 
13 and 7. Love bears all things, love believes all things, love hopeth all things, and love endureth all things. So when it says love endureth all things, that means you got to endure some stuff. You got to endure all that stuff. You got to endure it like a, like a soldier. You got to endure the things that your spouse may do or say. Uh, and they have to endure the things you may do or say. You, we're not innocent. There's no innocent one in the marriage. It takes two. God said that the two become one. When you get married, you're not no longer two people. You become one. Your soul become one. And and, and you and therefore the man he he cleave, he leaves his mother and father's house and he cleaves unto his wife. What does the word say? The word said for a man that finds him a wife finds him a good thing and obtain the and obtain the um the favor of the Lord. The word also tells wives to submit themselves to their own wives and husbands to love their wives as you love yourself and don't be bitter with your wives. See, you got to get in this word because God got scripture for everything. You got to get in that word. You got to study to show that I suffer proof. I work with not needing to, to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. See, you got to get in that word. You got to get in that word. You got to know that word. You got to eat it, sleep it, drink it, walk it, talk it. You got to get in God's word. And, and I'm, I'm like, Lord, I need to get in your word deeper i need to get your word more i need the fire to fall on me i need that fire to fall oh yeah i need that fire that fire that fire that fire that fire that fire i even got my backdrop is a picture of fire i need that fire oh god i thank you jesus so i stopped by to tell y'all about marriage i, I i'm gonna talk about it all month whatever the lord when I open my mouth and he fills it, whatever he fill it with, that's what I'm going to talk about. That's what I'm going to speak on in the name of Jesus. So I pray that you all got something out of this. Um, and I'm not sure if I read the other scripture to y'all real quick because I know I read it in the other one. But I'm going to read it again just in case I didn't because um, I want y'all to get this too. I want y'all to get that three-strand cord. It's not easily broken. That three-strand cord consists of you, your spouse, and God. That's what that three-strand cord consists of. So I'm going to read this real quick to y'all. Uh, chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. Verse 9, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fail, no, this is verse 10. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow but woe to him that is alone when he falleth for he have not another to help him up again this verse 11 again if two lie together then they have heat but how can one be warm alone and verse 12 is the, the, the main scripture and if one prevail against him two shall withstand him and a threefold three cord is not easily broken it's not quickly broken this is why you have to put God before your marriage, ahead of your marriage, at the head of your marriage. You need to be putting him there before you even think about getting married. You need to be putting God as the head of your life, period, in the name of Jesus. So I um I pray that you all got something. I pray that you all listen to this. I pray that you would. Uh, and I pray you listen listen to it with your spouse or let your spouse hear. I don't care where they at. I pray that you will let them hear it and that y'all will go and discuss and that y'all will just get in the word. Put the put God in your marriage. I'm telling you, 
you you tried all the rest now try the best put god in your in your marriage because you 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 let me tell you you're too anointed to be disappointed if you put the word of god in your marriage your marriage is too anointed to be disappointed come on here uh uh, uh come on your marriage is too your marriage is too blessed to be stressed come on here jesus i'm telling y'all get this thing together we got to fight and what you make happen for somebody else gotta make happen for you and i pray that god with men and turning around marriages and hearts and record-breaking time and i ask you to saturate everything that was said all that would listen to it i ask you to saturate them with the blood of jesus saturate them just saturate i mean just saturate them with the blood of Jesus, because when you saturate him with the blood of Jesus and in the blood of Jesus, the enemy got to keep on walking on by. So I'm asking you to cover, set, cover all of us, saturate all of us with that precious blood of the Lamb in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah! I declare and decree it is so. It's already done. Father, I ask that you watch over your people. I ask that you that you show up, show out, and show off even the more in their light. I pray that you will show them who you call them to be. Reveal some things unto us, God. In the name of Jesus, keep us safe. Keep a, uh, keep a hedge of protection and safety around them at all times. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. I declare and decree that it is so. It's already done in Jesus' mighty message name. I seal it in through by and with the blood of Jesus. Right, Father God, I pray that there be no backlash, no retaliation come nigh our dwelling. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen.